if you're focused and passionate and driven, um, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in life. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of places we would like to go, a lot of things we would like to experience. Here's how to really cash in on this year. Number one, get serious. Life is serious. That's basically it. Hey everybody, welcome to Brett Talk, the advice podcast, uh, uh, where you can submit your advice to at Brett Talk Podcast on Instagram. I'll try my best to do it. Uh, some of the viewers uh, have messaged me, and uh, one of the I did that's coming out soon is staying focused. Uh, there's some other ones I did about job interviews people asked about. Uh, I'm here at Goldenock Studio with Jeremy Demery. How's it going? Good, Brett. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Are you yourself? Am I what? Yourself. Um, yeah, I have no choice on the matter. That's good. I'm glad I surround myself with someone who is themselves and be themselves. Because I'm with Steve Guy. How's it going? Going great, Brett. Happy to be here. I'm happy you're here, too. <laughs> We're going to talk about being yourself and be you. All right. How And how to be you? Is that... Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll start off by telling a story about a time I wasn't myself and okay. it backfired. <clears throat> At my old job, I had a boss, and he was like 45, and he asked me, he's like, Brett, do you like Queen? And I don't really like Queen. Mm-hmm. And I thought he liked Queen because he was like a middle-aged man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, they're cool. I was like, what do you think? He's like, not my thing. And I was like, if I was just myself... We could have, like, bonded over how we didn't like Queen. We don't, like, hate Queen. I think Queen is, like, talented, like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. I think he's very talented because, like, when I first heard it, I was like, why is an opera playing on this rock station? Yeah. Like, he's very talented. He's well, just not he, my cup of tea. He's dead now. Yeah. Yeah. But he was very talented, yeah. So what, you thought that if you would have just been you and been like, yeah, I don't really like Queen that much, what, you guys just would have been best friends forever like how the rest of that job play out you didn't lose that job because you said you liked queen right no but i just i just felt fake and there's also that like one phrase that's like if you lie you always have to remember what you said and sure so i just felt really fake i was like i used it myself and had a casual natural moment yeah yeah all right but it'd be cool and say i liked queen because <laughs> you wanted to fit in. You wanted to make a good impression. That Yeah, that was it. That's, you know, that's often why I think people aren't themselves. There are a lot of reasons why people, uh, it's difficult to be yourself. Uh, it's, I mean, it certainly has happened to me. Uh, I think a lot of people think back to high school is always an awkward time for a lot of people. Yeah. And you can't fully be yourself there. And I definitely was not. I mean, I was, I was um, a lot of myself, but I wasn't. It took a long time for me to, to just be myself, and there's still times where I'm not, and uh, I'm still figuring it all out, and you know, in my uh, in my 30s. So it's just it's 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 weird. Everybody is different. I was not myself because I had 
I had really good friends in high school and, um, you know, I am very personable and I like being that way. I like being social and I was and could, but they were also, uh, kind of sensitive people who wanted to be the center of attention. Uh-huh. So if I was too funny or too something else, they kind of got jealous and mad. And that sucks because you're I was like, oh, well, these are my friends. Like, I don't want to lose my friends just because I was too funny. Yeah. And which sounds crazy because like I do stand up now, but people I went to high school with are like, oh, I didn't even know that you had any thought of like you even kind of liked comedy or performing or anything. And, and, and I didn't, and, and I held back and, you know, I came from a very blue collar family too. And, and they didn't necessarily think that performing was uh, a way to go in life. Yeah. They were like, oh, do college and do all this stuff. And yeah. if I look back, if I would have just been me, like you said, if I would have put my foot down and said, all right, well, sure, I'll go to college, but I'm going to do the stuff that I'm interested in, do all these things, I certainly would be further along in life, like with, with comedy and, and other things. But I, I was so late to the game because I was so worried about everything else. how i feel too about things everyone wants to be accepted i don't know it is true though not to sound like arrogant but sometimes like at an old job i had Mm -hmm. uh like sometimes i'd be like funny i don't know and then like people do sometimes get jealous and they try one up you and it's like it's weird it's just like we're just like hanging out i don't know it's we're just existing we're just having a good time yeah i mean it was crazy like i look back and and you know i i was so worried about them that I wasn't being myself and then eventually I uh, like I end up getting a girlfriend when I'm in high school and they got jealous they're like oh you think you're so cool and I'm like what and like one of my friends was like dude when we were freshmen you were dating a junior in high school like you were the first one to have like a girlfriend so where is this animosity coming from and relax and and I was a smart kid like I was in smarter classes and uh, like that is, there's an obvious measurement there, right? There are different levels of classes that you could take. Yeah. And I was in higher ones than them. I'm like, well, you think that you're smarter than us? And I like, I literally had a phone conversation one day. I was like, wow, I finally just had enough. And I was like, look, dude, I I actually am smarter than you. Like, nice. <laughs> it's proven I'm in higher classes and I still get better grades than you guys. Yeah, I am smarter. And, you know, I figured this stuff out more. I'm like, but that doesn't mean you guys are better athletes. Like, you're better athletes than me. Why? Why can I not have anything? You know, you don't have to be the best at every single thing. Why can't I have this thing? And uh, yeah, it got frustrating. And then, you know, there's a lot of reasons that people just aren't themselves. Your your family dynamic. That that was a big part of it for me. Like, I felt like I had to hold back and um, you know make sure that everything went according to how. My family wanted it to go. Yeah. But I think on the flip side, you know, we're also in an era where there are a lot of people who are like, you just be you. And if people can't accept you for who you are, then that's on them and blah, blah. Like, well, no, like still take a look at yourself. Yeah. Because like if you're an asshole, (laughs) you can't just keep being like, well, they just don't accept me for me. It's like, well, yeah, but you're an asshole. So, Um, like, reel it in a little bit. That's one of the phrases I hate so much. I see people say, they're like, 
I'm not an asshole until you piss me off. And I'm like, why, why like, the world doesn't revolve around you. Just because someone, like, pisses you off doesn't mean you just be a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, too. I'm glad you said that. I was also thinking, too, but there, I feel like there's also some people, though, who say to themselves, but they're just so far out there trying to put on, like, like a persona and, like, be edgy and, like, this is me. I, uh, I curse a lot. I, I say uh, dark things, and I just feel like that's not them. I feel like people try really hard. Yeah, like, uh, again, it comes back to acceptance. That always seems like that's why someone's not themselves. Whether it's putting on a persona and, or or holding back, you know, one or the other, you're just being completely different. Yeah, it's. I think a lot of times it's you want to. It's acceptance is a weird thing, but so yeah, I never understand that one. I'm like, all right, you're gonna tell dark jokes, and it's like, did you ever see the movie Eight Mile? No, the Eminem movie. No, but I know who Cheddar Bob is. Okay. But at the end of the movie, uh, and he does this rap, and they're bad, they're having a battle rap, and Eminem calls out this other dude who tries to act like he's had a hard upbringing from the streets, and it turns out he goes to private school, and his parents uh, make, like, millions of dollars. And so he wasn't this guy at all, but he wanted everybody to think that he was. And Eminem wins the rap battle, so, like, that's a... It's a good lesson in like hey, it's gonna come out. Just be yeah. you. Just be you. That's Wait, true. Do you know what I did notice? <clears throat> is like it seemed like growing up, like other kids and like my friends, they like they'd like to brag about what their parents could get for them or like what they have. Mm-hmm. But then it seems like when you get in your twenties, people like to a lot of people have like this doesn't sound bad, so much a tiptoe, but tiptoe for the People listen to this. But you know, people listen to this are they're bad as fuck. They're hard. But um <laughs> I don't know, but like sometimes like everyone has like bad things that happen to them. Mm-hmm. But like I'll catch people getting into like like uh someone called it like a misery fight to where like it's okay. it seems like when people get like adulthood, they like to brag about what they don't have or complain about what they don't have, and they're like, Oh, you think that's tough? Well, I did this happened to me or I don't have this. That's what it seems like to me, because no one it could just be a circle or people I see, but that's what I kinda noticed. You probably get that a lot in <clears throat> Uh, with people that you see, you know, there's this there's this underlying theme and and thought that you have to have been through something to be a comic, and that uh, like it's the uh, Robin Williams is right is the yeah. is the great example that everybody thinks about in today's day and ages. Here's this guy making everybody laugh and smile, and it seemed like he was just this amazing person and persona, and just so happy all the time. But you didn't know that there was this inner turmoil. And pain, and uh, and he's not the only one. It's just there's a, a myriad of people like that. So then everybody looks and it's like, oh well, I have to, I have to feel hurt in order to be a comedian. I don't. It's it's weird. And that yeah, like who cares? We've all everybody's been through shit. It's when somebody is talking to you and sharing something with you. Uh, that's your time to listen. Yeah. That's that's not your time to compare. Yeah. 
I don't know. I I don't try to talk about personal issues much anymore because I, I used to do when I was drunk and I saw other people doing it. I was like, wow, am I that cringe? <laughs> and so like the, I, I just learned from like other people after I've been doing it. But I agree with you. I hate saying that though because there's a lot of bad things that happen like a lot of people. But yeah, there are. I mean, there are real. There are actual things that happen to people. You know, like I mean, even even. Uh, for me, because I'm, all, I always try to be a listener, but um, you know, like I, sometimes conversation just takes you there. Yeah, and you you try not to. Like I have a brother who passed away, and I try. I love talking about him, and I love, and I'm happy to talk about it. But I also know, on the other hand, it's a very big bummer. Right. Yeah. And so people ask me about my fi- my family dynamic and growing up. It's like, well, one house, my dad and my stepmom, and there there are four boys there, as opposed to uh, my mom's house was just me and my older brother, right? And then you get in this whole thing and blah blah. And then somewhere, if the conversation is long enough, well, yeah, my one brother is dead. And then it becomes like, well, I wasn't trying to get sympathy or anything from you. It's just as that conversation led, and then sometimes it's it's very awkward, yeah. and I and I get that, but it's uh, you know it, sometimes the bad stuff comes out, and that's okay too. Yeah, I, like like my uh, <clears throat> my parents passed away when I was a kid. Most people will probably listen to this know that, but um, I like especially like in my early twenties. I guess I'm twenty five now, like my mid twenties, but. I'd use it as a coping mechanism. I talk about a lot in comedy and stuff and try to be funny with it. But the more I've gotten, I do, I try not to bum people out with it. Like, I'll try to get to the point as far as possible mm-hmm. to where I have to talk about it, to where people, like, ask and stuff. Yeah. And I do try to listen, like, when people say someone dies. Like, if someone's talking about their parents, like, dying, like, I'm like, the last thing I want to do is bring up my parents. Yeah. Because the best thing you do is, like, you're right, it's, like, listening. Well, you know, when they're in the statement of saying, you know, you should be yourself, right? Yeah. I think what, what people lose sight in is that if I say, Brett, be yourself, that means something completely different than you saying, Steve, be yourself. And when you're engaging with someone in a conversation who just lost their parents, how they're reacting the situation in which they lost their parents, the age that they lost their parents, all these things are different. So their experience isn't the same as your experience. I think sometimes people will lose sight in that and have to, you know, they have to make the comparison to what happened in their own lives. And it's like, well, no, it's every every situation, every person is very different. Everyone's, everyone is very unique. Their life is very uniquely them. So you can't tell somebody to, you know, act how you would act because everything that led up to that point is a little bit different. I always – a phrase that I like to say is, uh, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And you can't get mad at people for not knowing that they don't know those things. There are a lot of people who led very cushy and sheltered lives and you could get mad at them for it. But I stopped doing that a long time ago because they didn't realize when they were growing up that they had this very cushy and sheltered life. Yeah. They didn't realize that there was this whole world outside of there. And you could say, well, why didn't they look and why didn't they research this? Well, 
if no one ever told you to look yeah. into these other things or ever told you about them, you wouldn't think to you wouldn't think to research it. So it's just it, it's still it, it goes back to to listening and I think it's a good point. <laughs> I do. I, you shouldn't get mad at other people for having nice things. Yeah. Or having a because I feel like someone who has a bad life, if they like a bad childhood, if they like grew up in a like a nice childhood, they would probably act the same mm-hmm. like as the people. Yeah, I agree with that. Any closing remarks? about being yourself before we talk about the Cleveland Comedy <laughs> Festival 2021? I think, um, you know, I think it's good for people to be themselves overall. Um, I wish that it was something that I did. Sometimes I think it's about trust. I think it's... Um, you, we're, we're very cautious with ourselves. And sometimes uh, we have walls up and... You don't think you don't know that you can trust somebody with this, these other parts of you, right? And it could be a, a lot of things. There are there there are whole different dynamics that people can go down. Uh, there be people who just want to be silly and goofy. Uh, you can have, you know, uh, did you ever see the TV show Glee? Yeah. So I think about this, right? Like this is. Uh, now there are a lot of people who ended up being problematic on that show, but like. <laughs> The one of the main characters, and again, this goes back to he was somebody who was perceived to be very happy, and here he had this inner turmoil and overdose, and nobody even knew that he had a drug problem, like outside that show. So, but his character on the show, he's a star quarterback, right? But he he loved performing and singing and all this stuff. But then, but that's kind of like weirdly taboo, and it's just like. Who cares, man? Yeah. Who, who cares? And and we just we don't see that stuff until we're older. I wish I would have had the guts when I was younger to just say, "Who cares?" Yeah. I could say it now. I'm 37 years old, but like when I was 16 or 17, I wish I would have said, "Who cares?" So I don't know if you have somebody younger in your life. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah. If there are people who are listening who have kids, man, just look at your kids and let them let them figure it out. Let them try different things. And if they don't want to do it anymore, who cares? Let them let them figure stuff out. They they want to play a certain sport for a little bit, cool. And then ah, I don't like the sport anymore. All right, they don't like the sport yeah. anymore. That's all. Who cares is the big deal. Just be you. Be you. Unless you're an asshole. Yeah. And reel it in a little bit. Nice. I'm not going <laughs> to comment because that's the perfect way to end that part. <laughs> Honestly, I'm being myself when I say that. Well, thanks. No problem. I'm glad I was helpful giving advice on your show about advice. It was great. It was like 18 minutes all jam-packed and good <laughs> advice. We were very productive with being ourselves. Yeah. We did good. Nice. So... Let's talk about the Cleveland Comedy Festival. All right. What do you want to know? It's happening November 10th to the 13th uh, at the Odeon in Cleveland, East Bank of the Flats, or downtown Cleveland, depending on how you want to look at it. And then they have a smaller room offshoot called Down the Rabbit Hole. It's actually attached to the Odeon, but it is its own 
separate things, a little two stages, pretty cool. Mateo Lane is headlining on Friday, the 12th. Dolph Ziggler, WWE superstar, originally from Cleveland. Saturday, we got the Best of Cleveland show, Wednesday, November 10th. On the 11th is uh, Best of Fest. We bring back Jessica Keenan, who just had a HBO special, uh, which which is really cool. The fact that that just dropped at the beginning of October, and she did our festival a couple years ago. And we've just been trying to find ways to bring her back to Cleveland in general. And so this was very exciting to be able to do it with this nice. and uh, and have her close out a show. And then in the second stage, we've got all these different showcases. And we get to show off local talent like you, Thank you. and uh, Jeremy. And Appreciate it. And and that's, you know, those are shows too. Tickets are, tickets are cheap. Um, those shows are really cool because that's like – that's where you see these people. You know, a couple of years ago, you could have gone and seen Jessica Keenan, who now is on yeah. HBO and has a streaming HBO Max and a special there. Um, and there's all sorts of people like that from the festival through the years. Brent Terhune. He's great. Is a guy that's been through. Jeffrey Osmus, who's on Just for Laughs and is all all over the place. Uh, Tom Takar. He's another one. You know, all these people did these showcases throughout the years. So it's really it's a, a really cool thing. Yeah, and you guys put on like some of the best shows like around Earth, the best shows. They're always professionally ran. They're always good, always strong lineups, always out of towners, always good. Uh Jeremy, what shows are you on? Uh that is I'm on the uh roast. Nice. I am on the uh the You Can't Laugh at That podcast. Ah, yes. That'll be Thursday, 5 p.m., happy another, hour time slot. Yeah. Another great podcast in the Golden Ox Network. Uh, nice. And I am – I forgot to check the – hold on. Let me look. <laughs> this guy. I'm on – you can't laugh at that too on Thursday. And then Friday, I'm on the happy hour show at 5 p.m. And then I'm on the roast at 10 p.m. And then on Saturday, I'm on Showcase 4 at 6 p.m. And if anybody wants to figure out uh, exact times and locations and tickets, just go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com uh, slash festival. That's like the, got the full lineup and links to all the tickets. Uh, some of those shows you talked about, the happy hour time slots are free. So people can come. You listen to the show and you want to come see you or Jeremy nice. do stand-up. Those ones are free. And then the other ones are still relatively very inexpensive, five, ten bucks, something like that. I like the uh – that everything pass sixty dollars, so you can do the everything pass. So the only show not with the everything pass is the Women in Wine showcase on Wednesday, because that ticket has built into it uh, two glasses of wine. So it's twenty five dollars. You get a show and you get two glasses of wine already. Nice. Other than that, sixty bucks. You can go to any show on the festival. So if you want to go to any of the headliner shows, if you want to pop in to the showcase shows. And then go to the headliner shows. You can do that with that $60 pass, the show-off pass. You know why it's called the show-off pass? Yeah. Yeah? It's Dolph Ziggler. Oh, He's nice. the show-off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. It would be like the Warp Tour. You'd walk from stage to stage. Yeah. That's, um, you know, it's Kyle Honhorst who does the festival with me. Um, that's always kind of been the the grand... <laughs> plan and thought and ideas we we want to have 
the shows in a building where you could do that. Like maybe there's three or four stages going at a certain time. Yeah. And you can bounce from boom, boom, just to stay under one roof. You know, maybe there's an area where you can eat food and have drinks and then pop into a show here or there. That's a long-term thing. What I like about tour is, like, let's say, like, you want to go, but you don't know what day you're free. That, like, because, like, if you buy tickets, like, a Thursday, mm-hmm. you guys go to Thursday. But if you buy the show off, you go whatever day you want. Yeah, you can go whatever day you want. And the cool thing is, so it's 60 bucks, and the two big shows, Friday and Saturday, on the main stage in the Odeon, general admission tickets are $25, $25 each there. So... All right, fifty bucks you'd be spending on those two. So now for an extra ten, you can go to those two, and you can go to anything else. Yeah, it's great. Plus, the best of Cleveland. It has uh, a lot of people. Uh, Logan Rashal's hosting as Tanea Timmons and John Armstrong. Yeah, those three are all good local comics. I've been doing it for a very long time, and then. You have three Cleveland celebrities, Bill Squire, Mike Polk, and Mary. That's a really good lineup. Yeah. I'm I'm going to that one to watch it. Yeah, it's a it's a really good lineup. You know, we try to balance there with uh, people who are up and coming in Logan and, and John and Tanea and um you know, Tanea is relatively new to comedy, but she's her future is bright and as is yeah, she's John's, good, yeah. John, you know, talking about being yourself and John is somebody who just has always had this interest. And later in life decided, yeah, who cares? Let me go yeah. do it. And uh, it's great to be able to kind of reward his passion and, and nice. the focus he's had on, on comedy and it's, it's, as he continues to get better and throw him on something like that. Nice. All right. So any closing remarks about the CCF? Uh, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash festival. Again, for the full lineup, all the tickets. Uh, follow on social media at CLE Comedy Fest. And, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, it's a great, it's a great lineup. Uh, the whole, the whole thing that show off pass, you're right, is, is incredible. 60 bucks go to every single thing all week. I got a couple questions for you, Brett. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite Dave Matthews song? I don't listen to Dave Matthews. Oh, I thought maybe it would be Gravedigger. Oh, it's great. Who's your favorite monster truck? Gravedigger. There you go. <laughs> it i just want everything to be surrounding your job at the cemetery (laughs) what uh where can we find you on social media me personally uh you can find me on twitter at the steve guy um facebook if you looked that up if you went facebook.com slash the steve guy is like my fan page thing i'm not great about updating and i should uh and then instagram the guy steve nice that's it. Some other jerk took the Steve guy on there. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I was like, why wouldn't you <laughs> want your Twitter and Instagram to match, dude? Why would you fucking, Why would you steal my head? Uh, now I can't be myself. Fucking poser. That guy, right? Now there's confusion. Guy's jerk. That guy's a big jerk. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. This was fun and signing off. Thank you for uh, listening to Brett Talk. Uh, Give me a follow at Brett Thomas on Facebook and Brett Thomas 1896 on Instagram. Uh, please uh, leave a five-star review on anywhere you listen to this podcast. They all help. Thank you.